Sean Tucker for Heisman. Our Locked On Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Matt Bonaparte, Brad Klein with you on Lockdown Syracuse. Thank you for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you know who's free and available wherever he gets his podcast? Sean Tucker running down the sideline, Brad. He's free. He's available because there's nobody in sight. Sean Tucker is the man. Uh, we hope Sean Tucker for Heisman. It's true. Uh, we'll yeah. get a little bit more into Sean Tucker for Heisman. Before we do that, <clears throat> I'm going to milk the ACC kickoff a little bit longer uh, as far as I can, really. I was there. If He's you don't know that, I was there. That's all. Um, He's just bragging. I talked to Dino. I talked to Bergeron. I talked to Schrader. I talked to Michael Jones. I spoke to all of them. And we did about an episode on that. So if you haven't already seen it, go back, watch that. I showed you the answers that I got from them. Uh, and, and some of the stuff they talked about going into the season to hype you guys up. Um, <clears throat> now, the other aspect of going to the ACC kickoff that is so exciting is that you get a vote in the preseason ACC, all ACC poll. Which um, makes Bones way more legit than me. Right now, I'm just a guy yeah, in his nothing. house talking about Syracuse with an overgrown beard, if you can even call it that, and a Syracuse hat because I'm having a bad hair day. By the way, every day is a bad hair day after a month and a half of when I would typically get a haircut, but whatever. Bones is out here with the perfect hair, uh, with the, the nice setup in the back, and votes. I've got nothing. Yeah, yeah, I voted. <laughs> uh, vote, people. I voted. So we're going to show you my votes, uh, show you through the whole ACC. I already had to vote because it was due on Sunday, so, you know, there's that. Uh, here's my here's my ballot. <clears throat> the first thing you're going to mention right now is that they spelled my name wrong. They hit me with okay. two P's right here. <laughs> Absolutely lethal. Matt Bonaparte. Uh, that is not my name, but hey, it is what it is. What can but I you do? Know what? You know what? You know what? They made it up to you right there. They made it up to you with that perfect photo. It's true. Unbelievable. That's, and it's, and it's your profile picture now, too. It is. It's my Twitter profile. I mean, so, so how can I not make a profile picture? has a new and improved profile picture. Maybe that's my alter place. ego, yeah. It came as a, as a um, place. That's fine, though. That's fine. My first thing to say about this lisp, or this, this lisp, this list is, is a gripe, okay? So if you got your hopes up, it's a gripe. Garrett Schrader was not even included in the quarterback Oh my goodness! Uh, in the quarterback category, <laughs> you are not even allowed to vote for Garrett Schrader, which I think is heinous. I think is disrespectful, and and quite uh, honestly, I think it's absurd. Um, so I went with Sam Hartman to Wake Forest. We saw him in the dome last year. We should have won that game. Syracuse football should have won that game. Uh, it was bad. They went to overtime, toasted us. But Sam's good. He's got a great beard. I was thinking with the other guys I was there with. I was thinking, who is the coolest-looking quarterback with and without pads on? With pads on, we decided it's DJ Uyunglele. Okay. 
okay. without pads on, we decided it was Sam Hartman or um, <clears throat> Sam Hartman, or you could go for Malik Cunningham too. I mean, his suit was incredible. That guy looked awesome. Devin Leary was a close second with pads on, by the way. He looks great with pads on. Um, so Sam Hartman, not only the coolest looking quarterback, thanks to that beard, but also probably the best in the conference. On to running back. If you're not picking Sean Tucker one, I don't really know what you're doing, Sean Tucker for Heisman. Um, Will Shipley, I took at Clemson, which might be a hot take for a lot of people, but he's darn good back and he's serviceable. Uh, so people love big game Will Shipley over down in, in Clemson, South Carolina. Wide receivers is an interesting category that no longer is Jordan Addison. Uh, he's now a Pac-12 slash Big Ten receiver. Um, but there's still great receiving talent in the ACC. Zay Flowers, Josh Downs, uh, they're kind of the one-two punch that the ACC has to offer. I could have gone Clemson, Joseph Ngata. I could have gone a multitude of ways. I go A.T. Perry for that number three. Yeah. There's no more Jakari Roberson at Wake Forest. So I said, somebody's going to have to fill that hole. Taylor Morin's pretty good, but A.T. Perry's a lot better. Crazy athlete. Donovan Green coming in, too. He's going to be good. Uh, so, so I went let me there. Pause you here. Let me stop you there. So the quarterback spot, I feel like Sam Hartman's going to be the popular pick. So you're not in the minority there. I probably would have taken Hartman as well. I agree with you. I'm surprised that you can't vote for Schrader. That's actually pretty crazy. You, you also be cannot vote, vote for a Syracuse wideout. <sighs> That's yeah. crazy. You should be able to vote for anyone, even if they're on, you know, the practice. Well, squad. the screen is only so long, Brad. I, I mean, but in it's theory, not a right. It's a vote. In theory, you get your choice. Uh, whatever. Um, if he's a starting player, he should be definitely on the ballot. I know. I 100% agree with you. I was thinking, so I'm, I'm biased towards Devin Leary. I happen to be a big Devin Leary fan. So I would have probably taken Sam Hartman with Leary as a close second. I don't know if you were thinking about anyone else. Leary's I wonder good. If, I, I thought about Leary. I wonder if, not that he should, I wonder if DJ Uyangalale will get any love here. Just because no, of what so. he's capable of. Just because of what he's capable he, he's of. He's going to have to prove well, himself. I mean, somebody's going to vote for him. I bet you yeah. uh, maybe Don Munson, the play-by-play broadcaster for Clemson, yeah, maybe. votes for him. But uh, he's a great maybe. guy. We'll have him on the pod, hopefully. Great guy. Yeah. Um, well, obviously, he's capable of too much, know. and he just didn't accomplish Maybe the Tiger Net guys. Maybe. Okay, but Sam Hartman, yeah. that's fine. I don't actually disagree with you on Chipley either. Obviously, Tucker won. That's fine. And the receivers are fine. I'm, I'm a big proponent of A.T. Perry and Downs need to be there. And Zay Flowers actually would have been my third. But A.T. Perry's a stud. Yeah, all three of those guys are fantastic. But think about Zay Flowers. He had Dennis Grossell for the majority of last season. He didn't even have Philly J. Yeah. So you put Phil Dracovic in there. I bet you he has a really great season this year. Uh, I went Will Mallory at tight end, honestly, because I, I don't really think there's much competition at tight end in the ACC. Um, but it is what Was it is. Max, Max, Mang Max Mang, not an option. No. Jeez. Um, <laughs> it was Sean Tucker I, and Matthew Bergeron and no one else. What do you mean? For Syracuse on the ballot. Oh, well, hey, hey you don't know. You don't know. We, we got a whole defense to go through here, bro. All right. All, all right. right. Uh, I go Sean Tucker at all purpose back because he can receive as well. Uh, also, Sean Tucker for Heisman. Got to, got to give our boy votes. Um, I go Matthew Bergeron at the offensive line, as well as Carter Warren, two really good tackles in the ACC. I, I, Brad, you know, everyone knows noted Bergeron hater. Just kidding. Um, but alongside Carter Warren, who is also hilarious. I love that guy. Uh, I think both those guys are going to have really great seasons. At guard, 
I won't lie. I don't know anything about offensive guards. I took these two guys. I don't know who they are. Uh, oh, Lowick no. and Gossamnaya. Yep. Who, who are these guys, Brad? Do you know anything about offensive guards in the ACC? Well, I don't have a vote. You do. So you have <laughs> the obligation. There are no, there were no offensive guards in attendance at the ACC kickoff. I could not get any information, uh, so I went with Louisville and Wake Forest. I just went with the best name possible, and that was Loic and Gossam Naya. Uh, and I went with the best dressed quarterbacks offensive guard, and that was Malik Cunningham. So you get Caleb Chandler there. Um, don't pay too close attention to that one. Grant Gibson, though, at center. There's plenty to talk about here. Yeah. He is my second year in a row I voted for him. Now, this is, a, is my second vote on the ballot, two years in a row. Uh, I voted for Grant Gibson twice in a row. He's fantastic. One of the four returning offensive linemen uh, that are going to make NC State a really great team this season. He's fantastic for that O-line. I think he's going to help, help that offense shine. Well, yeah, Gibson's actually, he's funny because he started as a defensive tackle. And he's since transitioned and just completely ran with the position of center quarterback of the offensive line. You can say captain of the team. And what he's done is really impressive. And the thing is he's leading an offensive line that is very, very different from very, very recently, right? Left tackle was Ikem Kwanu, And that was his position group. He was the guy, the best player on the team at the time. And then Joe Sculthorpe, was another player who actually had some center experience himself. Gibson played him out of the position, and Sculthorpe ended up playing left guard. And that's a guy, redshirt senior at the time, well, ended up being a redshirt senior. He stayed for a while, and uh, but now Gibson's the guy, and I really like that pick. Thanks, Brad. Yeah. Uh, defensive welcome. end, I went Miles Murphy because he is an absolute dog. Um, I believe the Florida State defensive end who was in attendance that whose name's escaping me he had a great quote on the weekend which were on the week which was uh if you a dog you a dog uh and jared verse is a dog i didn't vote for jared verse but miles murphy did get my uh vote and then i went with habakkuk baldonado from pittsburgh who is yes. absolutely fantastic Stud. um from i didn't Italy. go with deslin alexander yes habakkuk's my guy because he's italian yeah but, you know he's also fantastic um but Deslin Alexander, who was in attendance, who's kind of the leader of that defense, the grandpa of that locker room, I didn't vote for him. Still a fantastic player. He was on my short list. But I think these two guys are going to shine this year. Uh, and then defensive tacket, or tackle. Oh, it's Fabian Lovett. That's who it was who said, you a dog, you a dog. I went Fabian Lovett, and I went Brian Brissy, which might be a controversial pick now because he hasn't had incredible success, but the man is still one of the most talented players, one of the most highly touted prospects in recent college football history, uh, an incredibly talented player. So don't sleep on Brian Brissy. He's my kind of sleeper pick in all this, if you can even say that. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not going to argue with you there. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, linebacker, this is where things get really exciting. I love Servassier Dennis. Uh, yes. I, like He's one of my favorite players in the ACC. Probably is my favorite player outside of Syracuse. Um, he's a Syracuse native. Syracuse recruited him to be a quarterback and he didn't want to play quarterback uh and he was only given a, a power five offer from pittsburgh to play linebacker as i believe a two-star recruit uh so he goes to pittsburgh and he's absolutely shined he kind of makes syracuse look really stupid in that sense but right behind him i put michael jones uh who we all know about so that's the third syracuse player on this list now fourth syracuse vote on this list and then right behind him drake thomas you could argue that the order here isn't great but this is how I see it. So it's interesting. Um, I'm not going to argue with 
the uh, players. It's not the order. I'm not going to argue with you either because you said I'm maybe not on the order. But the three players not going to necessarily argue with. NC State's linebackers are um, unbelievable. Obviously, Syracuse Wilson is also very good. Well. Yeah. Peyton Wilson is a name that I would seriously consider in my three linebacker pick. So I did, but you know the thing is, Wilson was there to represent NC State last year at the kickoff. He Drake Thomas comes in, pretty much takes his number one job on the team yeah. after Wilson comes back from injury, and Drake Thomas has been an absolute stud. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I kind of had yeah. to go with him. Yeah, and I, I get it. It's one of those unfair breaks for Wilson. Like you, he got hurt, but when he's healthy, my goodness, I mean, he might be better than Thomas. It's very possible, um, and he might be better than honestly all but one linebacker that Syracuse has, and that's Michael Jones. Yep. So uh, those are my three linebackers. We move on to the corners. I take Garrett Williams. I'm going to take Garrett Williams and say he could have the season of a lifetime and be the best corner in the ACC. Uh, you, I mean, you had two guys at Clemson last year, and Andrew Booth, um, and what was it, Mike Jones? I'm forgetting his name right now. Is it Mike Jones? Mm. Who is the other guy at Clemson? I can't remember his name. All right, whatever. You had Andrew Booth and another man. Um, Go look it up for me while I'm talking. Um, Those guys were fantastic. But you kind of move those guys out of the way, and it could be a pretty wide-open year for the ACC this season in terms of corners. So I go Garrett Williams here. He has 18 passes defended in his last two seasons, in his only two seasons in college football. That's a fantastic number. Some people would argue he had a down year last year, and I think it's only – a uh, reason for him to come out and show that he's even better this season. Uh, Shaheen Battle at NC State kind of adds on to that great defense that the Wolfpack have. I think he's also going to have a fantastic season. But uh, my bold pick and my one of my really bold takes here is that Garrett Williams is number one. Okay. Yeah, it is Mike Jones Jr., by the way. Okay, so, I was right. Mike Jones Jr. I, I give it to you, yeah. Uh, yeah, Shaheen Battle, Battle Island. I, I like it too. So, I mean, Garrett Williams, I think, is a better pick I think a lot of people outside of Syracuse would agree with you more than people within the program because I think the Syracuse fans have seen what Deuce Chestnut is. And they might be, we talked about this, they might be second-guessing just how good Garrett Williams is because, wait, maybe Deuce is our cornerback one. But then again, all the teams outside of Syracuse in the ACC, like Clemson still having nightmares about what Garrett Williams did in South Carolina. So I don't think anyone outside of Syracuse is doubting Garrett Williams, and that's why this is a good pick. Going to safety now, uh, I'd take Jamari Connor from Virginia Tech and Jamie Robinson from Florida State. Connor is a leader of that Virginia Tech team and a team that is really coming back from a terrible season in which they fire their head coach. They're under a new coach, Brent Pry, uh, and they're looking to kind of turn everything around. So I think Chamari is going to be kind of kind of like the super seniors were for Syracuse in a way last year where he's one of the leaders from the old regime, and I think he's going to go out and have a really good season with potentially an NFL pick on the line. Yeah, sure. I- I'm not going to disagree with you on those. I mean, I think that uh, Robinson – is really strong. He's he's just a really fun player to watch. So, I mean, I was there for the game, Syracuse-Florida State. I might just take Robinson emotionally if I were voting. Place kicker, I go BT Potter. Um, I wanted to pick Schmidt. Schmidt. 
Last year I picked Schmidt and he burned me, and there's no chance I was taking him this time around. Andre Schmidt has had one of the biggest just falls from grace in college football kicking history. Uh, he's a freshman Lou Groza Award winner to a guy last year who looked like he had the yips, all right? You're going to have to prove it to me, all right, Andre? And I go B.T. Potter here because, you know, he's the man. Uh, he's got pretty good hair, uh, and he just he kicks on a really good team, so I went B.T. Um, all right, punter, very exciting pick. How could you yeah. not go Lou Headley from Miami? I mean, this guy's tatted up. He is an animal. I mean, he is strong. He's a built dude, and he just punts football uh, for a living. So I go Lou Headley here from Miami. Very exciting. Number 94. You got to love him. Uh, and now it is on. Okay, no, sorry, I almost forgot about Taylor Moore and its specials. I almost went Trevor Pena because I wanted to get another Syracuse player on the hmm. list, but I did not. I went Taylor Moore because uh, right. I think he's going to have a really good season. I like Taylor, Taylor Moore a lot. I think uh, Wake Forest does a really good job of utilizing uh, really athletic receivers. And him, Donovan Green, and uh, A.T. Perry are all fantastic. So I think he's going to do a really good job returning kicks this year. So I go Taylor Moore in there. But now we go preseason player of the year. It's Sean there it Tucker, is. baby. Give him the Heisman right Tucker now. For Heisman, yeah. Sean Tucker for Heisman. You got to give it to the boy. Um, he's the man. You got to love him. All right. Next up, we have the Atlantic Division. So now I'm we, the players are all done for. Now it is who's going to win each division and who's going to win the whole darn thing. The Atlantic Division I have as follows. The winner, NC State. I like Wake your Forest scroll. Runner it's so slow. You're trying to reveal it. I think it's adorable. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best here. Clemson third, which might come as a shock. Okay. Louisville four. Syracuse five. Okay. Then Boston College. Then Florida State. That's how I see it. Uh, I think NC State, they, they bring back four offensive linemen. They're a really darn good team with a really, really great quarterback coming back. They don't have Bam Knight coming back nope. in the backfield, which is going to hurt them. But a great defense, a great offensive line, and a really strong quarterback on top of Dave Dorn, a really good coach, I think is going to help out. The thing is, though, I don't think Wake Forest is going to be far behind. They pretty much have all the things I just talked about, including a great receiving core. Uh, so Dave Clawson's Demon Deacons, I think, are going to really give NC State a run for their money, and you can never forget about Dabo. And then you also have Malik Cunningham, and then there's a huge drop-off where it goes Syracuse, Boston College, or Florida State. Boston College could definitely prove me wrong. I think that's one of the bolder takes in my Atlantic division because Phil Jerkovic is on a mission, and I love Jeff Hathley, or Hathley, but I think I'm going to take Syracuse at five here. Okay, so first of all, I think NC State's going to win the entire ACC, not just the Atlantic division. So um, I'm happy to see them here. I think – I understand your apprehension without Bam Knight. What is that running back room? And I think it's a lot better than people are giving it credit for. George Houston's going to get more carries. And he is a the probably the best-kept secret in the ACC. I'll just go out and say it. He was pretty good in late action a couple of years ago against Syracuse. We've seen what he can do a little bit. Boston College last year, he led the team in yards, and all of his yards came in the fourth quarter. He's a guy – who can pick up yardage in bulk and with more carries then I think Devin Lear is going to have plenty of weapons around him. So I think it's NC state, Wake Forest, Clemson, like you have, and then everyone else. And you can have Syracuse last. 
You can have them fourth. I don't care. You can flip-flop that however you want, but it's that top three and everyone else. Yeah, I mean, I put Syracuse here. I, I, if you want a record out of me, I think it's anywhere between three and five wins. I mean, if yeah, they got six, I wouldn't be stunned, but they'd have to pull a couple upsets. Uh, yeah. So I think four or five wins is where you're at, which is another disappointing season. But uh, we don't sugarcoat it here on Lockdown Syracuse. On to the Coastal. Uh, I've got North Carolina. Enjoy the divisions while, they, uh, while they're around, too, by the way. It's true. It's very true. I've got UNC one here, Mac Brown. I've got Virginia two, Pittsburgh three, Miami four, Virginia Tech five, Georgia Tech six, Duke seven. I think the Atlantic is way stronger than the Coastal. I want to go out and say that right yeah, now. Yeah, it is. Um, Pitt's a team that could prove me wrong here, but we'll see how Keaton Slovis plays. Um, I think North Carolina is going to be really darn good. Mac Brown, he said. In his in the uh, at the kickoff that last year everybody was overrating us now everybody's underrating us uh, and we want to show everybody what we're about so I think he's going to go out there and the whole team's going to go out there with a mission and that's going to be win the coastal division win the ACC so I think it's a little bit of a North Carolina bowl UNC versus NC State that'll get uh, okay. the Tar Heel fans pretty pumped up I think I lean uh, Virginia in the coastal mostly because the quarterback position is not a huge question mark like it is for Pittsburgh like it is for North Carolina. So I take Virginia just because of Armstrong and what he brings, the consistency and the reliability. Now, the reason I didn't go there is because he lost two coaches to Syracuse this yeah. offseason, two guys uh, that kind of made him who he was at Virginia and who pretty much instructed him on everything he knew about college offense. So he loses those two guys. They come to Syracuse, Robert and I and, and Beck, Um and now he's going to kind of figure it out again. I don't know how that's going to go. I think he's still going to play really well, as you see, but I don't know if it's going to be enough to win the whole thing. Um, but speaking of winning the whole thing, my winner is NC State, just like yeah. Brad said. He almost spoiled it. Uh, <laughs> NC State, my winner. Glad we agree on that. I do think that they're a really good team, and I got him winning the whole thing. All right. We don't disagree on too much. I mean, fundamentally, it's pretty similar what my ballot would have looked like. I respect it. Woo! All right. Well, I had a we are 22 minutes into this podcast. The champion was one of them. Yeah, we're deep, and we have one Let more. Let me give you an ad real quick. Fine. Uh, Brad, if you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. Bones, and guess bones, what? Bones, what? Bones, bones, bones. What? Look at me. Look at me. Am I I'm the kind of guy who would not go out of my way to try the puffs? I know you've I tried have. the puffs. You've of actually told I me have. about them before. That Jeez. was foolish. To the what? audience, if you haven't tried the puffs yet, uh, guess what? There's a new flavor. Ready? Delicious. Indulgent cookie dough. That's right. It's covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite cookie dough chunk puffs. They have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course, Recovered in 100% real chocolate. All of the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it, plus it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to Built.com. Run to snag a box for you and the family. It will be the perfect treat. If you don't have a family, buy enough for a family and all eat it all yourself. Or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them for yourself. Like all Built Bars, <laughs> the new cookie dough chunk puff is covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they're healthy. 
their tasty chocolate covered cookie dough with a light fluffy texture so good what's great about built is that all of their bars are made with collagen protein which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits eat something that tastes good and is good for you you're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff, whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite. Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar. Go get a Built bar. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, get 15% off your order. That is promo code LOCKED15. All right, Bones. So, yeah, we spent a good amount of time talking about your ballot. Um, I'm happy to say that it was a legitimate ballot. I don't disagree with too much of it. And fundamentally, we agreed on the big stuff. NC State being the champion was one of them. Sean Tucker being the GOAT is the other. And let's talk about Tucker right now because he's the GOAT of the ACC. We understand that. But it, how does he rank and where does he stand nationally? Now, you started this episode talking about Tucker for Heisman. In fact, that was the only thing you said off the top. Respect it. And I, what else I respect is that Qs.com, Syracuse Athletics, putting out a campaign, hashtag pleased, 34, snuck into the spelling of pleased. And you can go check it out on Twitter. And it's basically Syracuse Athletics pushing for Sean Tucker to win the Heisman. And to me, it's very optimistic, but it's also very smart. You have to capitalize on the player that you have. And let's face it, the best player maybe the only player you have outside of Matthew Bergeron, Michael Jones, a couple of others, but it's Sean Tucker's team. So where do you stand and what was your reaction to the social media campaign? Well, you know, my response was, that's pretty cool. It's cool. Uh, I think, I think it's cool that there, that Syracuse even has a player to root for like this. Um, it is definitely optimistic, uh, especially because there are people out there like notably PFF who have gone and said that Sean Tucker isn't even a top 10 returning back in the country, which is blasphemous, but people say it. Uh, There's a lot of really good talent in the country this season. Like there is every season uh, and he's going to have to beat out some big names if he wants a chance at that Heisman. Um, But you know, this is probably the most plausible it's been since what Donovan McNabb. Like when when was the last time Heisman was probable or, or plausible in Syracuse? I don't know. Um, I mean, freshman year Brad would scream at you and say that Eric Dungy had a chance. No shot never, freshman year never did, Brad. I never no said, chance. Well, I, okay, so I did That buy was the it. Brad Klein that was riding his bike to every single class. I was riding my bike. It was great cardio. I bought an Eric Dungy for Heisman shirt um, That's on, on University Place. Not because I actually thought he was going to win the Heisman, because I thought it was a hilarious shirt. Uh, it was basically a white tee. And it had the entire Syracuse schedule on. I still have it somewhere, but I can't wear it in public. And it says a bad word on the top. And it's just a list of the teams that they play. Comprende? You got it? And then on the back, it says Dungy for Heisman. I thought, that's a great shirt. How much? And they were like, $10. I was like, 5 And I haggled them down, and I got the $5 shirt. And I was very proud of myself. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. So, uh, yeah. No, no, no. But, but what you were saying about actual possibility of Sean Tucker winning the Heisman. I think it's possible. I think PFF is underrating him for sure. And to answer your actual question, no, it hasn't been likely or plausible in a very long time. So Syracuse should try to parlay this into something else. And just to touch up on it briefly, it's the type of thing that you would hope helps for recruiting. And Syracuse just landed a a 44th ranked 
running back nationally, Ike Davis. Um, fourth, or rather, Ike Davis. Star, did I say Ike Davis? That's you hilarious. said Ike Davis, the first baseman for the Mets. That's very funny. That's very funny. I said Ike Davis. <laughs> Ike Daniels. I'm sorry. You could see how I got there, though, right? You could see how yes, I got there. Okay. I got uh, big Ike Davis fan. Huge. So. Ike Daniels, uh, and good, good. It seems like he he could be a good piece, and the, the grades on him seem pretty good for a three-star, but Syracuse still hasn't taken that leap, even in the running back category, and so this might help. Yeah, maybe. I mean, there's really no reason that Dino and the rest of the coaching staff can't go into those meetings with the crews and be like, we have one of the best running backs in the country. And he was a three star, and nobody knew his name before he came here. Why can't that be you, Ike Davis? Why can't that be you, Ike Davis? Uh, Lucas Duda. So yeah. that's what they need to be doing. Um, and maybe they will, but uh, only time will tell. But that is all the time that Brad and I have today. So thank you for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen. Go get more on the ACC. Make Lockdown ACC your second listen every day. Host Candace Cooper and the local experts of Lockdown take you across the ACC in half an hour. Make Lockdown ACC your second listen. That is Lockdown ACC. And Brad and I will see you tomorrow. Peace.